there are days when I'm just really excited that I don't run a big studio because I get to work on what I want to work on. And I don't have to worry about, you know, the coronavirus causing me to not be able to film things. So what are the studios going to do? I mean, everything's shut down and yeah, it's starting to open up a little bit here and there, but there's going to be a gap in the production schedule, which is going to make it hard to fill that ravenous content schedule that they've got started. Wait, what? Oh, so Warner Brothers is going to be releasing the Snyder Cut on HBO Max. Well, that makes sense. If you can't make new content, recycle the old. Brilliant! Let's talk about that on today's episode of Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, and yeah, they're, they're announcing the release of the Snyder Cut next year. But wait, that doesn't make sense. I mean, Justice League came out years ago, and the Snyder Cut was theoretically finished before, you know, they brought Joss Whedon in, because it's the Snyder Cut. And that they had to go back in and redo because... Wait, what? Oh, no. Okay, so they're spending 20 to $30 million to release this. It's going to be probably around four hours long. And they're going to try to bring the actors back in to do reshoots. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So this whole thing is a PR scam to get people excited about HBO Max and to recycle content with just a little bit of additional tweaking that they have to do. Because, yeah, if they're doing some reshoots, that's going to cost some money and they're going to have to finish the special effects and that's going to cost some money. But, you know, to have a complete original series, which is what they're talking about possibly releasing this as rather than a movie... 20 to 30 million? That's not bad. Hmm. So, the Snyder Cut didn't exist. Apparently, they got some people together and they watched what did exist and they made notes about what all they would have to do to actually finish it. Now, I'm not going to just fall off a cliff here and start going on and on and on about how this is a story about a movie that doesn't really exist and that they're actually making it now and pretending that it existed all along just to placate fans. Because let's be honest, that's not what's happening here. That's how it's being covered in a lot of places, but that's not what's happening here. They're not trying to placate the fan base. They're not trying to make anyone happy. Now, you see, this is as cold and calculated as it comes they have a gap in their schedule. A, a big gap. They've already had to push back the release of Wonder Woman, and 
The Batman hasn't even started filming yet, and oh, the stories from the behind the scenes on that are already epically problematic. They've got a problem. They're about to release HBO Max. You know, their new streaming service that's going to bring all of Warner Brothers into HBO. And they need content. But they can't make content because the coronavirus has shut everything down. So how are they going to get content? Well, that's simple. They're just going to repurpose old footage, maybe film a little bit of additional footage, finish off the special effects and go, hey, look, we did what you wanted. No, it's not to cover up a gaping hole in our content schedule. And no, it's not because we need some PR because, oh, that's right. Ruby Rose just left Batwoman. So they're going to have to completely recast and reboot that series in season two. But no, 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 no. This isn't about any of that. No, 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 no. We're giving you what you asked for. We're giving you what you wanted. Aren't you happy? Be happy. Why aren't you happy? You know, that's really what this is about. See, they always would have had to have spent money on the so-called Snyder Cut no matter what, because it was unfinished. Since most of these films are shot against green screens, they would have had to have finished those shots. So they would have needed to spend that money no matter what. Hmm. One does wonder why they're doing this. You see, not to put on a tinfoil hat, but let's have some fun and put on a tinfoil hat. This is probably not what's going on. And I seriously doubt that they're actually going to do this because as with most conspiracy theories, it requires people to be smarter and more organized than they ever actually are in real life. But let's just have a wee bit of fun, shall we? So we're about to have to replace Ben Affleck with Robert Pattinson. So our Batman is changing. We're rebooting rebooting our Wonder Woman with Wonder Woman 84, I believe it's called. So that's changing. Who knows what they're going to do with Aquaman? Because let's be honest, as long as they can put down a shirtless shirtless and near-naked Jason Momoa on screen, a lot of us will go see it. Just because. I mean, we're being honest here, right? So, we don't know what's going on. Ezra Miller has fallen from grace after that video showed showed up of him choking somebody out. That does not... It's not a good look. It's really not a good look. So we don't know what's going to happen with that version of the flash. And, uh, yeah. What if they were using this as a way to do that reboot? What if they bring Zack Snyder in to do some reshoots that actually bring this new version of justice league into continuity with what they're planning on doing in the future? Because, you know, there's some timey-wimeyness in this, right? I mean, we've already seen that weird time travel scene with uh, the Flash and all that. So you just put in kind of a Flashpoint event that causes everything to break as a way 
of ending this. Oh, wouldn't that be exciting? Wouldn't that be tremendous? And now, suddenly, all of the new Warner Brothers superhero films, all those DC Universe movies, are in continuity with the old ones. Even though the actors are changing, and the storylines are changing, and the tone is changing, you could add in just a few choice scenes to bring all of that together. We've already had Ezra Miller show up in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Crisis on Infinite Earths could play into this. I'm not saying that they're going to do that, and more than likely they're not, because let's face it, the fun of a conspiracy theory is imagining what if people were better at doing things than they ever would be in real life. But wouldn't that be something? I mean, we won't know what the end result of this is until it actually comes out, but they're spending 20 to $30 million to finish and do reshoots for a project that many people believed was done for a very long time that obviously wasn't. Ah, oh, the PR, the power of PR. Will anyone care? Well, it's all a matter of how they do the rollout. See, they're already doing it. You asked for it. The Snyder Cut, exclusively on HBO Max. Because we don't have to pay anything for distribution. We don't have to make discs. We don't have to ship it anywhere. We don't have to make copies to put into theaters. We control our analytics. So we don't have to tell you how popular it was. We can pretend that it was secretly more popular than it was. Or tell you the truth. Whichever actually happens. Because we won't know because it's all inside the HBO Max black box. It's the perfect real-life scam. They get to pretend that they're being altruistic and actually giving us that which we actually asked for. While at the same time, covering their butts, filling a hole in their schedule that they don't have anything to fill. Because you know, they expected more seasons of... The Watchmen. But it was perfect, and the creators realized it was perfect and decided, nope, we're not doing more of that. And because of the outcry, they knew they couldn't push on without them. And so that's gone. Oops. What are we going to do now? Well, we can repurpose and recycle old material and concoct a wonderful PR campaign. Because let's face it, streaming is nothing but PR. It really isn't. It's PR and nostalgia, at least at this point. There really is very little reason to go to one streaming service over, the, over another. The reason I have both CBS All Access and Disney Plus is because they have the stuff that I have liked. And I'm currently rewatching Picard because reasons. Um, yeah. Watching that behind-the-scenes documentary about The Mandalorian... Because they already know I like that. Now, I'm not trying to say that streaming services are little more than PR firms who are able to make money based off of the perceived value of a product that may or may not be there. But it is a black box into which we cannot peer and we cannot look. I remember when we did our review of The Order a while back, and nobody cared. We, we kind of didn't. And I never really saw a lot of people talking about it. I tried to start discussions on numerous occasions, and most of the people that I know in real life have never watched it. Oh, but next month, 
season two comes out. And I'm not opposed to it. It was an interesting premise. I like that kind of show. You know that I'm a big fan of that kind of supernatural weirdness show. Supernatural drama. I don't know what to call that category because it's not horror. It has a lot of horror elements to it, but it's not horror. Let's say su supernatural opera. Because <laughs> it's very melodramatic and that's what I like about it. It's a soap opera with werewolves. <sighs> yeah. But we don't know why they're making it. We don't know why we're getting more. We just are. I mean, it's Netflix. When they have a huge hit on their hands, they're, you know, not shy about coming out and saying, hey, guess what? We have a huge hit on our hands. It's wonderful, isn't it? They didn't do that. They're not Stranger things in it. They're not even Chilling Adventures of sabrina in it. Both of which we know have fairly large fan bases. And the same thing's true here about the Snyder Cut. It became a cause celeb. It became something that you could just say as a way to distract yourself from the, well, freakish horror show that is life right now. And so they're giving it to us as a method of PR. You see, DC is in shambles right now. You know, the metal books didn't do as well as they expected them to do, and well, putting Batman and everything did not make it better. So we're going to have to work on that. They, they need something. They need a win, especially with HBO Max coming out. I mean, I know I keep going back to that, but it's hard to miss the fact that HBO Max is coming out. And while I'm excited about, well, I'm actually more excited about Peacock than I am about HBO Max, just because they're going to have a free tier that if I don't want to pay for it, I don't have to, but I can still watch it anyway, because that's smart. And we'll see how that works and how long that lasts. But, you know, if I want to watch their shows with commercials, I can do that. If I want to pay and make the commercials go away, I can do that. I'm already paying for HBO, and we've been debating for a long time over whether we're going to continue to do that, because, well, they haven't been putting up movies we like, and most of the series we've enjoyed watching are over. The only reason we haven't yet is, well, we just haven't made the decision. And while HBO Max is coming, and every now and then we watch, you know, an older movie that they happen to have up on HBO, you know, do a rewatch of a series we used to like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's about it. They need a win. Warner has not really captured the imagination of the public in quite some time. And the closest thing that they have right now to that public attention is this idea of the Snyder Cut. So by doing a simple PR move that's going to cost them 20 to $30 million, and well, for the rest of us, that sounds like a lot of money. When you think about how much marketing budgets cost, especially at these larger corporations, 20 to $30 million to finish which we'll is use the word finish the Snyder cut into whatever format it ends up taking. I'm, I'm personally thinking it's going to be a TV series that they're going to put out an episode at a time and they're going to try to cut it to get as many episodes out of it as they possibly can. That way you have to be with them for longer than a month, longer than whatever the trial period is going to be so that they actually get money from you unless you wait until it's all out to binge it at the end. Yeah, that's not a lot of money for a major marketing push. 
And look at all the press that they're getting about it. Every channel that I pay attention to that talks about superheroes or sci-fi or media is talking about it. Hell, I'm talking about it. Money well spent. They're getting all manner of technically free PR that would have cost them a lot more money if they had had to pay for it. So $20, $30 million for a PR bump. Okay. But I really don't like the message that's being put out there. Oh, the pundits were wrong. No, the pundits were right. The, the Snyder Cut did not exist. That's why they're going to have to do reshoots. There wasn't a finished version of the film that got scrapped and they got mangled by Joss Whedon. That's not what happened. And it's important for us now to remember that that was the narrative behind the release of the Snyder Cut movement for the most part. That there was a perfectly good version of the film that existed and they decided to mess it up for reasons. <sighs> no, <laughs> that is not what happened. And we're seeing that now with this budget for fixing and finishing the, the movie. Which, I'm going to stop saying movie soon because, let's admit it, it's going to be a series. And this is a problem, I think, for all creators going forward. I, I am not opposed to creators being able to go back and fix their work. George Lucas going back and doing whatever he wants to with the original movies for as long as he did. Even with the addition of McClunky, which is weird. Okay, you know, I may not be a fan of all of the alterations that he made to them, but that's George's work, not our work. It's not my place to tell a creator what they can and cannot do with their work. That kind of auteur theory can work with somebody like a George Lucas. He owned the company. He owned the rights. He wrote it. It was his. <laughs> Zack Snyder is not an auteur. He's a, a hired gun. He's somebody that gets brought in to work on other people's material. With a few exceptions that we're not going to talk about right now because oh, as much as I like going into trash fires, I just, I'm not in the mood right now. So here we are. The Snyder Cut is coming out. We're pretending that it is the right of this creator to have their work seen the way that it wants to be made. This is, of course, the great propaganda war that's going out. Have you seen the behind the scenes on The Mandalorian? That's the message that every artist on there gives. And I, I'm not opposed to that. I don't even think that it's necessarily a lie that they kind of let them do what they wanted to do. Because they chose people that could work in their system. But we know that that's not the way that Disney works with these movies, or we would have gotten the Lord and Miller version of Solo. Hashtag release the Lord and Miller cut. Because <laughs> I want to see it. I actually want to see that a lot more than I do the Snyder Cut, though I will probably watch it as well. This idea that streaming is giving freedom to all of these creators is half right, mainly because the voracious need to constantly be pumping content onto all of these channels at an alarming rate means that they don't have as much time and energy to put in and focus on, well, making sure that they're following all of their mandates. But at the same time, it does... They, they are all working for the same corporate good of the corporation. This isn't YouTube. YouTube, 
does everything that it does for the benefit of YouTube. But at least when you think of most of the creators that are on that platform, they are making their content kind of at least in the way that they want to make their content and they have the right to change it because they're not technically being controlled by anything other than their desire to fit into the algorithm, which they can choose to do or not. The same with po most podcasters that are out there. Not all. The big ones are definitely corporate run and owned and operated, but that's not what's going on at Netflix or Disney Plus or HBO Max. No, we, 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 I love the storyline that creators are allowed to follow their vision, but that's not really, really what's going on. I mean, we'll see, especially with Taika Waititi doing a Star Wars movie. Can't wait to see what that looks like, because I've seen quite a few of Taika's movies and I love them, but... It'd be interesting to see what he comes up with for a Star Wars film and whether or not he gets kicked out like Lord and Miller did. Or whether he plays ball. We'll see. But I, I don't like this whole argument because it, 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 it falls flat for me. It really does. So in summary, am I excited about this? No. I, I don't think Zack Snyder is a particularly good filmmaker in general. Will I watch it? It's got Batman in it. Yes, I'm probably going to watch it because I'm that person. But <sighs> yeah, I think that about sums it up. The sigh, I mean. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, down in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. If, uh, you have a dollar you can pass my way in the show notes. You'll also find a link to the listener support and my Patreon. Thank you to everybody who does that. And I, I really couldn't be doing this without you. If you don't have any money right now, or you don't feel like giving, that's perfectly all right. But maybe share the podcast with people that you think would like it or anything that I do. Because I've got stuff in the works. <laughs> I really do. I know I keep saying that, but... I'm getting tired of announcing things and having my brain betray me. So you'll hear about it soonish. Thank you to everybody who has done everything over the years. You are amazing. And uh, yeah, until next time, stay well, stay safe, and don't forget to have the fun. Bye.